looking ahead to news tours. This is the Wild Eye Podcast. Hey everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye. And before COVID hit us, we as Wild Eye were looking at a lot of new destinations, a lot of new trips, uh, expanding on various fields, but obviously COVID put a little bit of a stick in that. However, now that we've gone through it, uh, we're back to fully functioning. All my guides are in the office. Our logistics team is firing. We're getting back into the field. Johan and I are looking at a new trip slash tour in the US. Now, this is just a concept at this stage. We are looking into it. We're going to put this thing together. So we just share some thoughts and ideas on a potential trip to the US next year to host a photography tour, the start of many, just by the way. But for now, go and give this a listen. If you have any thoughts on this, if you want us to keep in touch with regards to potential tours that you can join us in the US, then um, you know where to get a hold of us. All the details are in the caption of this uh, description of this podcast. So enjoy, and I look forward to hearing from you and hopefully seeing you in the US. Have a good one and enjoy this one. Bye. Okay, Johan, here we go. Here we go. How's your coffee? I haven't had a sip yet. Okay. Um, we were talking about what we're going to call this episode and you went with? We're coming to America. I think so, yes. It's a very Eddie Murphy vibe, but tell us how we got you. Yeah, so I mean, we, we've been chatting about this for, uh, for, for quite some time. And I think the big thing for us is that we want to get to people that can't necessarily get to us. Mm. And I think that's where the States, you know, the, it is our, big, our biggest market uh, from a travel point of view. So I think we can definitely add value there, both from a presentation point of view, but we also want to bring our skills and knowledge and entertainment and fun mm. to the US. Um, and it's going to be weird for us to... This time for us to do the traveling and people literally, you know, leaving her maybe on an hour or two flight or even driving there. Yeah. It's going to be quite weird, but I'm super excited, man. I'm, I'm having You've s- never been to the States? Never. I'm having sleepless nights about this in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we, I don't know how we're going to unpack this, but <clears throat> yesterday we started speaking with Brendan, who's going to help us on the ground. Yes. So, Brendan, phenomenal photographer, does a lot of travel stuff. Mm. Um, very energetic and enthusiastic and I can't wait to work with him. He's going to do a lot of the logistical stuff for us. Uh, which of the re- reserves, parks, can you remember we're going to? Uh, <laughs> I'll have to... You can't Google it. I'll have to have a look on my phone. No, it's like cheating. I can't remember all the names. It's all, it's all new. Um, and it's also what I enjoy about it is it's not the parks that you kind of... You're about, you know, everyone knows about Yosemite and Yellowstone, Yellowstone Death Valley. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bryce is one of them. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're testing my. <laughs> I mean, you, you wrote out the itinerary yesterday. I did. I did. But also about three or four others. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, as head of product development, that's a thing. Yeah. So, if, if I recall, it starts in Salt Lake City. Yes. We go to uh, Arches. Arches, that's the one, yeah. Then, this is bad. Basically, we end up in Zion. Yeah. And then from Zion, we also do um, Horseshoe Bend, mm-hmm. and then onto Page. Yes. Well, that's where it happens from there. This yeah, is a really bad podcast so far, you know. <laughs> we do know what we're talking about, I promise. <laughs> no, the interesting thing, I mean, I think the States has been on, on kind of, on the map for us for a very long time, and... 
now we were actually going to go there just before COVID. Yeah. We had plans to go and I was speaking to Brendan even back then. And now suddenly we're in a place where it's like, okay, cool, we can do this. Yeah. Because I'm cutting back a lot on the international, on, on the local travel. Yes. You're also going to start because we've got the new guides. Yeah. And between yourself, Mike, and me, we're going to, exp- there's a lot of new stuff. Yes. So the itinerary we're speaking of, we're aiming for October next year. Or this year, if people. Or this year, we'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> as soon as we get onto yeah. this. But I'm excited to get there because, and some of our clients told us this. Yeah. Is that we do something in the field that very few other companies do. Mm. There's the guiding aspect. Now, granted, I don't know about the geology of Zion, no. but I understand guiding and hospitality and teaching yes. and creating an experience. Yes. And I think that's what we're going to bring to the table. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, like I said, I think it's a great opportunity for people that you know, can't travel to Africa for, for various reasons, but want to take their photography to the next level. Mm. We're now coming to you and share that knowledge with you. And it might not be wildlife, but it's photographic knowledge. Mm. Um, and it's also the hosting thereof. Mm. And I, I, I like something that Brendan said yesterday. It's, you know, the, the photography in these parks is cool, but it's also the travel photography in between the parks mm. that is really cool. And I think there's going to be some exciting places that we're going to see along the way. And also, I think in a group like that, especially when it comes to travel photography, mm. I think people see things a lot differently yeah. individually. I also, I think there's, there's, he mentioned two ghost towns, Bode, 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 and something else. And, uh, Riot, something. Anyway. Riolite. Riolite, that's right. Um, what I found, let me loop this. Years ago, when we worked on the ships, we got international friends at the time to come and visit us in South Africa. And two New Zealanders and Australian and a couple of Americans had, for the first time back then, I was forced to look at my own backyard as a destination. Yeah. And even though we were driving on roads, we have driven many times on the Kruger, and we went down to Cape Town through Colesburg and that, suddenly, because they were there and they were looking at it differently, it made me have a new appreciation for my own backyard. Yeah. Now, we did a live, you and I, end of last year, and we mentioned that we're looking at this, yeah. the American kind of itineraries and stuff. And I remember correctly, and to those of you listening, you know who you are, there were 18 people who yes. said they would sign up. Yeah. You guys will be getting emails very shortly. But, but, but that's not actually joking. Yeah. But there's definitely something to going with an international person in your own valley, if you will, and trying to see it in a new way. Yes. Because we, we could out-teach the majority of guides out there. There's good people, but we can, we can, the teaching you'll get, yeah. the fun and personality and stuff you'll get. But yes. I think you're going to look at things through a new eye. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave that. Absolutely. And... I think, you know, I, I totally believe what Brendan said. I think the route that we're going, it's, it's not a route, like we said, that a lot of people from the U.S. Mm. Have, have done. You know? And even for people from, uh, coming from the U.K., whatever, you can also come and, come and join along. Mm. But this is, you know, I think, is bringing Africa, Africa to America, is that like the, uh, a wrong, wrong phrase? It's not bad, but it's, actually. I think it's... I don't think a lot of people in the States have done... God, throwing uh, my shit around here, I'm so excited. <laughs> have, uh, have done that route that we're going to do. And it's also, I mean, it's a classic case of you're always traveling further, but you don't mm. know the beauty that's in your own country. I mean, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of places that I know people from the States and, and from Europe that have traveled to Africa, have been to that I haven't, even yeah. in, in, in South Africa. So I think this is, this is an exciting thing. And I think I'm also very excited about the presentations 
and things in the in the cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. I mean, we're playing a little bit of open cards with this, but sure. we we used to do the the travel shows. Mm. Um, yeah, tra- you know, uh, travel and adventure show. Yeah, and it's it's quite a big thing as a lot of people. But I don't know what you think, but uh, there wasn't a massive sort of booking wise for for us from that. I, I, funny enough, I had a mess a mail from them yesterday <coughs> saying, "Do we want to exhibit this year?" Yeah, and they say it's like end of Feb. Uh, focus here. We need to fly area. Yeah. So it was great. I think that the travel shows were good in that it, it got our name out there to a certain extent. Yes. I think the better part of it was clients who knew us from online could come and meet face-to-face, and people who've traveled with us couldn't come and say hi, go for drinks and stuff like that. Yeah. New business from it, it's very hard to quantify, but I cannot think of more than four mm. direct bookings yeah. from someone. So if you look at the outlet for us, I mean, spending money at those stalls and being there and the whole thing, for us, FaceTime was way better. Yeah. By miles. Yeah. And that would be the idea after we've done this. I'm just pulling up this quickly. So, do you remind you and me because we're so excited? <laughs> um, we're looking at starting in Salt Lake City, then do Arches National Park, yeah. then Bryce, and then into Zion. Then to come down to Page, and there we're going to cover Antelope Canyon and Monument Valley and Horseshoe Bend. Yeah. And then on the way out, um, it was either Grand Canyon or which one was it? Monument Valley. Monument, one of the two. monument yeah. That we're still looking at. So, yeah. And again, you say we are playing open cards here because yeah. we've now got a lot of destination we're looking at. So the itinerary, I would say, is about 70% conceptualized. Yeah. Um, we're going to put it together. We're going to fire it off to Brendan. He's going to then look and say, okay, cool, more of this, less of that. But it is landscape-based and it's travel-based. Yes. And I think the value for that, and I saw this in Iceland, Iceland's a very similar kind of thing because it's very landscape heavy, mm. but you're driving in between. So people are taking pictures of the landscape, the road going through it, these little towns, whatever the yeah. case is. And there's definitely a, a crossover for me of genres from wildlife photography to nature photography and from nature to travel. Because what a lot of our guests sometimes miss, they're traveling through these amazing places, but they only take their camera out when they land in the Mara. Yeah, and absolutely. And look, I get that for some of you, a lion might be so excited you can't keep your shit together. But why not start photographing more? You're gonna, your eye's going to be in, your experience. When you get home, you can show your mom and your dad, this is where I went and this is what Nairobi looks like. I think it's a win. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we're looking at about, just you know, looking yesterday, we're looking at about sort of eight, nine days mm. uh, for that option. There is a possible bolt-on option that we... Yeah still kind of scratching around with, but that will then make the trip sort of 12, 13 days, mm-hmm. which, uh, I mean, it's not, not impossible. Yeah. And, but, but look at this, is 12, 13 days of full-on photography for people coming from Canada and the US. Yeah. Where normally they would spend, let's call it two days on either side of the trip getting to us. Traveling, yeah. And then there's the time zone issue. So we're going to be the ones dead with, with, with jet lag. Yes. They can just get straight in. <clears throat> and I really, I really do believe, and the, look, we wouldn't have started this company and you wouldn't have joined this company if we didn't believe it. Yeah. There is an X factor that we bring to trips. Absolutely. And that we want to take to the US. Yeah. And I think, I mean, we, we're only opening up for eight people at this stage yeah. so in, in, in two vans. And 18 said they want to. So, yeah. hey, the so guys going to have like, to fight for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. First come, first serve. So <laughs> yeah. if you listen to the podcast, you first in line. Yeah. But yeah, that, I mean, that, that's all going to go through the, the costing phase now and... Um, I'm super excited to get the get the ball rolling on sure. it. Sure, and then some. I also, what we also do is 
we've got another itinerary which is more up to, this is the kind of southwest mm. more to the central northwest yeah. so to go into wyoming montana do yellowstone and all of those which is a little bit more uh, wildlife heavy yes well a little bit but we'll use this first one to get in there because this itinerary that brennan's putting together is pretty solid yeah. there's not many loose ends as such no. so once we're there you and i will do a bit of a recce as well and then go and do the presentations at this stage I mean, and i'm shooting ahead of time probably la san francisco chicago new york we will spend two to three days in each of those mm-hmm. and I, I, look we haven't even spoken about this but i'm just going on previous we'll probably look at one big anchor presentation per city yeah and then time to meet dinners whatever the case yeah. is that's drinks, the plan drinks have fun oh yeah. yeah yeah if biden lets us in of course i'm sure i mean he needs to calm down uh, that's uh, <laughs> let's that, not get political no, no, right no. now <laughs> let's, let's, not, let's not go down that route but i mean just in the last week there's been fantastic news i think all over and it it's going to be interesting to see the, this whole travel thing, where, where it kind of goes, because a lot of the countries are now saying if you're fully vaccinated, yeah. you don't need to present a PCR test um, to get into the country anymore. What was the latest? There was Botswana in the last Yeah, so, so Botswana have said that, um, and also Uganda, they're not doing rapid testing upon arrival anymore. Oh, but you still have to have a PCR test. Still have to have a PCR test, but I think... Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. Eh? It's going to be very interesting to see if countries go. Look, it's a, it's a very controversial topic with the vaccinations and all of that. But I do feel, I think, if you are fully vaccinated, the traveling thing is going to become a lot easier going forward. Mm. I'm wondering, and <laughs> not controversial or anything, I'm wondering if this thing is ending, if this thing is gone. Because, very well, I hope so. Because, <laughs> some, it's because... A lot of the countries around the world. So UK just decided, okay, we're done with all of this. We mm-hmm. not do whatever. For us, I think they've dropped our state of emergency, but we still have to wear masks and social distance and yep. get sanitized to death. But apparently, end of the month there might be a uh, what's it, family meeting yes. where the president speaks. Maybe that drops. Hopefully, it doesn't shut the borders and there is that. <laughs> but if you look overall, and I think I mentioned this maybe on a podcast with you in the previous one, speaking to Brendan actually yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And he said it feels to him like things might be changing because people are starting to talk about dumb shit again. Yeah. It's not because, let's face it, COVID overload. Oh, yeah. And being in the travel industry, holy hell, it's all we dealt with. But people are starting to look at other, even now this morning, someone here at this Mike's desk was saying something about, oh, Malema said something stupid again or he's in trouble. Yeah. Where six months ago, nobody gave a shit. No. It was just COVID. Who's dying? Who's got the vaccine? Are you vaccinated? I'm going to fight with you because you're an anti-vaxxer, whatever. Yeah. But people are starting to talk about dumb shit again. Yeah. Maybe that's Which is good. quite refreshing. Mm. It is. <laughs> it is. It sounds stupid, but it is. Yeah. It's great to talk about dumb shit again and just get away from this thing because it's enough. Yeah. It's enough. I can't wait to start traveling properly again. And whether that would be Mara, I've got a Madikwa in September, but I'm talking out. Yes. Like, feel like I'm leaving Africa. Yeah. Because to me, it's a mental thing of, okay, now I'm really traveling. So Mike and I are going to Iceland in June, June, June. Yep. going to Svalbard. And then if, if we can't pull this thing together, October, we can go to the US. Yeah. And that, that excites me. Yeah. There's something about that that makes me feel like my life is getting back to normal. Yes. I'm exactly the same. Like the, there's not, not saying I'm bored of Africa at all, but it kind of was... Last year was like, a, okay, cool, I can still travel within Africa mm. and I can still get my, my fix and, and, yeah. and teach people and connect with people. But now this thing opens up. It's kind of like, okay, I want to get out now mm. and 
really go and explore places that are new to me and get to people that I haven't gotten to yet. Mm. And just experience different cultures, experience different way of living, different scenery, different, like just new stuff. Mm. I wonder if COVID didn't do that for a lot of people where they were stuck in the house. They might have gone to Yellowstone a couple of times to look at wolves and bison. Mm. But COVID did change the way we think about travel. And we've yeah. spoken about this and we're going to keep on speaking about this. Yeah. But people want to explore more now. And I don't know if it's because maybe we were put in touch with our mortality. Yeah. You could die. So maybe you should do something. Yes. Is that too harsh? No, I, th- I think it's very much a, a wake up call. I think people also lost people close to them, you know, whether it be friends, family. And it, the weird thing about it is, see, here we go, talking about COVID again. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was very non-selective. You know, it was in the beginning, people would say, oh, if, if you're a beast, whatever, you're going to die. Or old, you're going to die. There were young people that were fit and healthy that, that you know, didn't make it. So yeah. I think it definitely, you know, everyone got affected by it in some way or another. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it naturally just gives you a bit of a wake-up call to go out and, and mm. live life, which I think everyone wants to do now. Yeah. I spoke to a client this morning <coughs> and struggling with kind of work and anxiety and depression after all of this COVID stuff. And to me, it's about the glass half full, glass empty. Yeah. Glass half full or half empty. And the thing is, even if the glass is just half, it's where you look at it from. If you look from the top, it looks more empty. But if you come down, it looks more full. So it's a perspective as well that I think people, if you want to travel, just look at it from a different angle. Now it's time. Now we're going very deep. We're going to America. Yeah. We're coming. (laughs) Yeah. And I I still want to know the travel industry as a whole, right? Those big bus tours, the big cruise ships. Oh, yeah. How are they going to get affected with this? You know, is it going to be a case of those cruise ships that used to take, what's it, a thousand people, whatever? Oh, no. the one I was on was 2,800 <clears throat> guests and 1,400 staff. Yeah. Oh, they're now going to say, okay, listen, we're halving that. But we, they can't. Their cost won't work. Yeah. So It's not what, viable. So what's... Whereas I think, you know, safaris and even like, I mean, the, the trip we're doing now to the States, it's also a small number of people, but... That for me, I've, I feel, will be more of a, an attractive thing for people, mm. especially yeah. you know trying to trying to avoid big crowds and things. Sure, but but that's where where safari specifically. It's I'm trying to think. The South African Tourism released a video midway through last year where their <coughs> boss, president, whatever, he is, spoke about it, and he called it something. It's something like it alluded to. I'm lost for the words now. Like wide open spaces, very few people. Yeah. So either you can sit in the Masamara with three other people in your vehicle, yeah. okay, four plus your driver or guide, or you can stand watching the Mona Lisa with a hundred sweaty people around you staring at a little picture this big. Yes. So it's that. So Africa's always had this thing of it's the dark continent. Mm. When you arrive, someone's going to throw you with a rock, and before you get to the hotel, you're going to get Ebola, mm. and then yeah. you, it's that. It's always this perception. But from a COVID point of view, let's look at numbers throughout from the beginning no. mm-hmm. well we did invent omicron yes we did invent we omicron. made it we were very naughty there we shouldn't have done that <laughs> but but i think overall we've managed it well the lodges that we visited is dealing with it well yeah. and i think we're at a point worldwide where things are moving in that direction yeah i think there's still a bit of is it paranoia about some people might be overcompensating but again it's because they get fed this news all day long. I'm not listening to the news anymore. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit. No. I, I don't care. Ebooks, podcasts, music. Yeah. Done. 
I don't yeah. want to listen to it. Yeah. And I think that, that for me is, is the exciting thing about us going to, to the States is people might have followed yeah. online. And, and I mean, you never know how close someone is to book a safari, right? So yeah. there might be a lot of people following around, maybe people joining us on this mm. thing. And after we've had a bit of a chat, you know, because we do pride ourselves on being quite honest. You know, if, if people say, I want to go to um, you know, Central African Republic or in the middle of uh, Sudan, we're probably going to say not a great idea at this stage. Um, <laughs> Ethiopia, don't go there now. Or Ethiopia. Um, so I think that's what I'm looking forward to as well, just connecting with people and not on a big scale, but mm. like a couple of people that you know, want, want to meet up for a lunch or a dinner or join us for the eight or nine days, mm. create some great memories and let, experiences. Us, and, and, and let us guide you in the right direction. You know? mm. let, let us explain to you that it, you might be so scared to get there, but you know what? Our experience might be even more scary going into the States if we go through the airports. I don't know. Well, their numbers are higher than us. Everything. Yeah. So, so we should be scared to go there. Yeah. But still, we care about you guys so much that we are going to go. Yeah. We're coming to America. Yes. It's an Eddie Murphy movie, isn't it? I don't know. We, is it? Coming to America is an Eddie Murphy movie. Yes. He's the prince. It's okay. where he goes out. You know the scene, man. Where, so he's this prince from some, I think, African country. And he comes to America for the first time. There's a second one out now as well. It's the one where he goes onto the balcony of his like hotel room thing in New York, and he's like, "Good morning, my people!" And someone shouts, "Fuck you!" And he's oh, like, yes, that, that's a TikTok. Yes, fuck you too. That's from that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I never knew that. Coming to America. That was a big thing on TikTok. Eh? Like every single person oh, did man. that. Yeah, Trevor Noah even did it. Yeah. That little TikTok trend, whatever. That was one of my favorite, favorite yeah. sound clips. So sorry, Trevor <laughs> Noah, random. I saw a TikTok <clears throat> video of him, but it wasn't on his feed where because his, his impersonation voice impersonation is great and he's got this thing I, I need to find the whole clip where the scene that he's sketching is a live stand-up is there's a hostage situation and there's a bad guy american bad guy mm. like y'all gangster shit in the place yeah and then they say okay now we've got uh we've got uh constable shabalala from south africa to come and talk to you you must see this how he goes from american <laughs> hey, okay we're going to talk now. It is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Oh, I need to get that. No, I must. I, I don't know which show it was, but it seems quite recent. Okay. Yeah. One of his uh, stand-up stand-up shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I brilliant. Find I, I found it on TikTok, but it wasn't on the Daily. What's it? The Daily Show. Daily Show. Yeah. Or his. So I, okay. I must. I'll try I need and to find, find it. that. It was brilliant. But anyway, so <clears throat> again, Archer, Zion, Bryce, Horseshoe Bend, Mountain Valley. I should know these things. Um, and then to Page, probably yeah. Bodhi as a guest, uh, as, a, as, a, as a ghost town. And then there's potentially Yosemite, but well, depending on how this whole thing plays out. Yeah. So if any of you have any questions or you want to suggest things or you want to find out more info, you want to join us, you want to arrange a presentation or a dinner, whatever, look at October this year or October next year, depending. We'll keep you guys posted on this. Johan and I are going to be working on this in detail. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. Very. Can't wait to get back. Can't wait Very. to share it with you. It's good. Yeah. It's a cool thing. And from a personal point of view, and I saw this in Mike when he went to Iceland for the first time. Mm. We grew up that Africa's the bomb, and it is. You yeah. can't go to many places where you see 20 large mammal species in a day. And not like, yeah. uh, not like uh, what do they call these little things? Like, uh, I should know, a lynx or yeah. a sphinx, or whatever. Those little yeah, mousey yeah. type things. Yeah. God, now I'm going to get emails again. You don't know your stuff. Oh, I don't know what it is. I saw it in British Columbia, damn it. It almost looks uh, like a like a like 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 a like a gerbil. 
No, no, no. What a gerbil. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've got a problem. The moment you mention gerbil, Richard Gere comes to mind. Oh. I'm not going there. <laughs> okay. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. No. No, man. I don't watch a lot of movies. No, 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 no. This is, this is years ago. There were rumors that he sucked a gerbil up his butt as some sex what? thing. Google it. I kid you not. I don't want to... I'll Google don't it, but I, I won't go to images yeah, or videos. Anyway, don't say gerbil. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to find this. You guys can message me. It's fine. But 20 big mammal species like from Impala up. Yeah. And that's, that's very unique. But <clears throat> something changes when you photograph out of Africa and you start appreciating that there's more out there. Okay, more, not, not in a, in a um, comparative way. Just there's different things. When you come back, there's a new appreciation. Yeah. And, and the photographic carryover of photographing into landscapes with wildlife photography principles and vice versa. Yeah. That's the win. So. And I think we can do a proper vlog from there. Sure. A time in the States. Yeah. We should take like Krista with and she can just document the whole thing. Yeah, just, well, not everything. Well, the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the price of the trip just tripled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, so we'll keep you guys posted. If you have questions or you want to go on an email list that we can keep you updated as these things roll out, get hold of Johan and I. Email? Johan at wildeye.ca.za. Easy. As always, I'll link these things up in the description of the podcast. So, Johan, thank you. Look forward to this. Gee, thank you. Interesting ride. Very exciting. Guys, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for lending us your ear. We'll chat to you in the next, ep next episode. <laughs> My name is Jerry. My name is Johan. We're from Wild. I have a good one. Bye. Cheers.